Hi, folks. Guess who? I'm back. I'm going to discuss something this time that is really near and dear to my heart, as an old expression used to go. It's called the legendary man cave. The dudes know what I'm talking about. Those who have gotten their little little space in the universe. For those who haven't, listen and learn. Once I retired, I wanted a place that had all the accoutrements that a man could want and toys. And and since I'm not married, there was no one to say, uh-uh, you can't. Yes, I can. And I'm telling you, I put everything in this room that I've always wanted. The thing I enjoyed most was my, my theater-grade Bose sound system. Holy smokes, it immerses you in the power of sound and detail. And I would sit in there and I'm, I'm listening to a movie. All I needed is some popcorn because if I closed my eyes, I would swear I was in IMAX. Guys, you know, that is off the chain. And I am so happy and I don't realize this place is becoming addictive because this is my spot in the universe that I know regardless of what happens all around me, I can retreat into this spot and all is right with the world. I just close the door, crank up the volume. I can listen to my best music or watch my most entertaining movies and escape into another reality that will give me peace and contentment because this is my piece of the universe and no one else is allowed to trespass. It's really something exceptional. I didn't realize how bad it was until one day I had to go out and do something and they said, we need you to stay around for three or four more hours. And I am so ready to come back home. That's when it occurred to me, oh my, I am too accustomed to being in that man cave. And I couldn't wait to get back. If you have a place like that in your life, you know what I'm talking about. It it provides you with a peace that you can't even describe. You just know it exists. Well, my daughter, who knew it was off limits, one day she knocks on the door and I say, come in. She said, Dad, I need to tell you something. My first thought was, what did you do? And she said, I didn't do anything as you. I said, what? She said, Dad, you know, I love you. I want you to be around to see your grandchildren. I'm afraid if you don't do something, your man cave is going to become your man grave. And I try to laugh it off. I couldn't even sleep that night. She was absolutely correct. A subject that I used to do lectures about called complacency. My God, I had fallen into that trap and didn't realize it. And I thought about it and thought about it and said, how am I, oh my, how am I going to get out of my universe that I love? And that's the only place I'm really comfortable. But I knew I had to do something or she was correct. And the next day I was online and I found Uber, which is how I met Matthew. He's about one third of my age, but I feel like he's my little brother. 
He sits here listening to me talk. I watch him nod his head in approval when I say something he really likes. And then the rest of the time, he's listening intently. Well, if I had joined Uber, I wouldn't have met him. So certain things are just meant to be. And I remember I wanted a vehicle that was comfortable for me because I'm I'm tall, like 6'3", and I I wanted uh, something that was high. So I got rid of my Camry and I bought a Nissan Rogue, which is a little higher. And I bought more roomy. And then the next day after I bought it, I went to Barnes and Noble and was hired by this young lady. I didn't know at that time. That was the only person. I've been in Uber a year and a half now. She's the only one I have met with a pulse. This whole thing is automated. Gosh, I that sucks. Anyway, we talked for 10 minutes and she came outside and looked at the, you know, inspected the car. And she said, Reuben, I don't mean to sound assertive, but you are as close to the prototypical Uber driver as I have ever met. Please tell me you want to come on with us. I'll get everything approved right now. And the next day I was driving for Uber. It was the, the Friday I started the Friday before the Saturday that UVA played William and Mary and won. That was a a year ago, September passed. That was the day I started. And as of today, in the 17 months, I have picked up 3,377 passengers as of last night. And I have to tell you, it has been the most remarkable experience of my life. I used to lecture or do motivational talks for anywhere from 80 to 800. Now I get to talk to two and three at a time. And it is so much fun. And I thank my daughter every day for kickstarting me into doing this. Because that's one of the wonderful things that has happened in my life. And it gives me a chance to talk to so many young students about life and 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 the difference in music. So my daughter got in the car and said, no, no, Dad, they don't want to listen to that. Let me find the right station. And she found some station and, and she preset it. She said, it's number six. So when, they, when the kids get in the car, you hit number six. <laughs> oh, gosh, I hit it and I suffer. But I... <laughs> I hit it. The music's okay, but I can tell they'll be talking and humming and talking. I don't know how they do that, but that part seems to work. And she taught me to do that. Anyone has written it, you know, you have a a rating system. It's anywhere from one to 5.0. And my rating is like a 4.96. You know how hard that is with that many people that I picked up? Because everybody's not happy who gets in that car. The difference is I'm happy. I'm not going to let them take me someplace where I don't want to be. I try and keep my car just like my home positive. And when people get in, they say, anyone has driven me, you'll remember this. And you say, how are you? I said, absolutely splendid. And they're like, whoa. I said, yes. Aren't you? (laughs) They don't want to say, no, I'm not. But it's. You set the standard when they get in the car. My car is always clean and I'm always professional and courteous. 
And when I take young ladies back to their dorms or to their apartments, wherever, I try to reassure the parents who know me that they never have to worry when they're in my car. When they're in the care of Reuben, I will get them where they're going and I will not leave until they're in the door. Because that's what I would want for my child. And uh, some parents have heard about that. And if they had my card, they would contact me and say, thank you for looking out for my child. I didn't have the heart to tell them how much they drink, but <laughs> that's another subject. Anyway, Uber has has made a big difference, has opened a lot of awareness for me of young people and different experiences that can come into your car and you have to figure out how to navigate it to keep it on a positive level. Getting back to my original theme here, the man cave, one of the things I have learned now that I'm out, I'll drive maybe like today when I leave here, I'll drive for seven, eight hours. What it does, what it gives you, Guys, what it gives you is something to look forward to, to put your spirit at peace. You don't have to go home and feel like something's missing or you feel lonely or it's that one place to give you what you need. And if you feel at peace with yourself, you'll be at peace with others. And if you allow them in, they'll feel it as soon as they come in. And they'll say, God, you seem so relaxed. If you're not relaxed in your man cave, you need to work on it because that's your spot. It's important to recognize what it means to have a place that's just yours. I don't know why women don't say, I want a woman cave. I've never heard of one. They want to invade the man's cave. As soon as you say you can't, holy smokes. That's just like saying you can't have any cookies. Uh Uh-huh. You know how that goes. But to you ladies, I say, you need to find a place that is unique to your personality. A place where you can just absolutely escape and nothing can upset you. And nothing can violate it. And they can only trespass if you allow it. I haven't heard of women doing that. Maybe they do it in a good book. Maybe they do it by watching a a soap opera. Couldn't do it. That's about drama. I don't know how you ladies can do it, but there has to be a way. If you find that, you will be able to understand what I'm talking about today. And make sure that you recognize the difference in appreciation and peace and reality. And reality is you are in the man cave or woman cave, but you live in the world. And you can't separate yourself to the point where all you want to do is sit in that man cave waiting to die. And I didn't feel that way, but she was correct. To have a 12-year-old to say that to me, it was downright embarrassing. But it's something I shall never forget. And for every passenger I pick up, every mile I drive, I know that the reason is because she made me get off my derriere and do something And I didn't know driving for Uber could be so much fun. And I know some of you have ridden with me. And I thank you for sharing in my experience and allowing us, all of us, to laugh together 
regardless of culture. I can't tell you how much it's meant. And I hope that we will ride together again because there are many horizons to explore, at least in my car. That's why it says, welcome to Ruben's Ride, where the best surprise is no surprise. Look out for me. I'll be waiting to see you. You guys be well. Talk to you soon.